Hey guys, welcome to Living Life Unapologetically with me, Miss Big Stick. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. I'm actually really excited about today. I have a guest on today's episode. Her name is Sheridan Elliott. Hey Sheridan. Hey, I'm so excited. Thank you for having me on. Me too. So why don't you, Sheridan also has her own podcast. It's called Under the Influence. Why don't you give us a little bit about who you are and, and your and your show? Yeah. So um, she already said, but my name is Sheridan Elliott. Um, I'm born and raised Texan and Jesus saved. Um, I do have my own podcast. It's called Under the Influence. And it is basically about being the under the influence of Jesus. We know what it looks like to be under the influence of alcohol or drugs and things like that. And so I want to live my life of being under the influence of Jesus. I want people to see me and know, wow, there's something different about her. And so when God truly showed me what he wanted me to do with this podcast, that's where it all started. And I put it off for a long time. And I finally just decided to be brave and go do it. And it's been really fun. As you know, podcasts are so fun. Um, But just to see, you know, people's lives change through it and just having Jesus use me um, on that platform has been really cool. So um, I've been married for 10 years. I have two small children, a six-year-old boy and a three-year-old little girl. And we currently reside in Leon County. We absolutely love it. And it's just really cool to see... um, connections that we've made you know like we met through our kids you gave my oldest swim lessons and so it's just really fun to see how sometimes relationships come full circle and so I'm really excited about today I am really excited too so um when we talked yesterday when I brought this to you and I was like hey I really want to talk about this uh subject can we bounce some ideas when we started bouncing, I was like, we have to make this because we've talked about recording together before. And I was like, we have to make this episode work, um, this this topic. So I contacted, we talked yesterday about it. And my first thought was, I want to talk about protecting your peace during the holidays. I feel like the holidays are can be so toxic sometimes to families and people really can start struggling with their mental health. And my first like thing I wrote down was no is a complete sentence. So we've talked about me being a very bold personality and how you've said that you're a recovering people pleaser. And yeah. so let's, I wanted to really have that conversation about how you can tell people no throughout the holidays nicely or, or how, how do we, how do we go about that? <clears throat> yeah. So, um, I like to say, you're right. I am a recovered peace people pleaser. There you go. Um, <laughs> recovering, you know, is a little bit different than recovered. Um, I have there to coach myself. And so, but yeah, I, um, pre kids, it seemed a little bit easier to just kind of go with the flow, do as you're told, um, you yeah. know, don't stir the pot kind of thing. But then once kids got involved, things just logistically get a little harder things. Um, traveling takes more time. Packing takes more mm-hmm. time. Um, and it just got to where I wanted to protect my peace and I wanted to protect, um, yes. you know, what we had as a, as a family unit. And one thing that was really hard for me was because I just didn't want to let someone down. I didn't want them to feel like they weren't important and I didn't want them to feel like it was no, because it was them. It was no, because I'm protecting me and I'm protecting right. my family. And so, but as a ex people pleaser, sometimes that's hard because you're like, I'm going to let them down. 
or yeah. I'm going to disappoint somebody. And honestly, you're right. You are. But you have to find a good compromise. That's one thing I've always tried to figure out is what can this look like as a compromise? Instead and of just saying, instead of just saying, no, I'm not coming. How about we do this? Right. Can we make this work instead? I can remember being a child and just waking up Christmas morning and, and seeing my Santa gifts and my and we open presents. And then it was like, we had to jump up and put everything up and get dressed and go to this grandma on this. And by the time we got home, my parents were just, it wasn't fun for them and it wasn't fun for us. So that's exactly right. After I had children, it was like, oh my, I just left this holiday and I feel like uh, it wasn't fun. I had to deal with the, the, you know, sometimes where we have these uncles, I always give this in as example, the drunk uncle who makes rude comments or says things out of line. I don't want my children to be around that. The stories I've heard growing up or things like that. So that was another thing I feel like a lot of people deal with is having those people that they just have to put up with throughout the holidays. And then by the time they leave, nobody, they didn't enjoy that. The kids didn't oh, enjoy yeah. it. A hundred percent. And I think that we also kind of grew up with the generation of parents that their family just deal with it for the day yeah. and don't say anything. Just, you know, make peace about it. We're just here. We're enjoying it. It's Christmas. And generation has really tried to pave the way of no, that's not okay. And I don't want my kids around that. And I'm willing to come, but I'm also asking for things to be respected both ways. So if right. you can't, you know, come to Christmas, say not show up drunk, then we're not coming. And that's my boundary. But if yeah. you can come and you can be, you know, appropriate in front of my very young children, then we will gladly come. We will gladly be there. I want to celebrate this holiday with you, but I do have a boundary and I'm going to protect it. And I think also standing firm on that, like letting them know, like, this is firm. This is not to be negotiated. And if you can't hold up your end of the deal, then I'm not holding up mine. And I know that that's really hard. Like we talked about this yesterday, you know, bold personalities. That's a very easy statement to say. But yes. <laughs> for people like me, we're we're shaking. Our voice is trembling. We're wanting to get it out. But then we're like, is this... I mean, is this going to be perceived wrong? And, you know, one thing that I had to really overcome was, you know, in the Bible, one of the Ten Commandments is honor your mother and father. But right. what people don't take into context is that is a biblical commandment while you are under their care. The next, the next thing that happens is when you get married, what does it say? You will leave your mom and your, you will leave your mother and father and basically create your own family. So at exactly. that point, you are not required to basically take orders from them. And I know that that sounds very blunt and that's very bold, but that is facts. Like I can take your opinion, but it's not going to dictate my decision. Right. And um, because yes, we're still a family, but this is my family that's within the family and I have to protect my family first. So right. just getting over that what it might not be perceived correctly but I think the way we say it we talked about that yesterday the way we say something truly matters because right. as a recovering people pleaser <laughs> my sister shared this with me that she had heard on a podcast is that you don't want to say I'm sorry we're not coming right because that 
that puts it back on them. What you say is, thank you for respecting the time with my family. We will not be coming because of X, Y, Z. There's no negotiating to that. It's very forward. It's very direct. And you're not apologizing because you didn't do anything wrong. You were just acknowledging that this is what we're going to do. Thank you for respecting it. Period. Exclamation mark. We're done. Um, And I think that that statement has really helped me as well. And then another statement that's really helped me um, be able to get things across how I want them is instead of saying, no, we're not doing that. Because, yes, no is a complete sentence. Yeah. And but sometimes for us, you know, people pleasers, that seems a little harsh. And so I learned to use the phrase, unfortunately. So instead of saying, no, we won't be coming this year, you say, unfortunately, we won't be able to make the holidays this year. Or unfortunately, we have decided to stay home and celebrate. But we would love to get together at another point in time. And let's figure out what that looks like for both of us. And we can go from there. That just seems a little bit less in your Direct, face, bold, Endure, in yeah. your face, but you're still getting your point across. And so thank you instead of I'm sorry. And unfortunately, instead of no, I really like that. See, I'm just, I've always been the one that's, that's your family. We just deal with it one day. And when we finally made that decision and I said, Hey, we won't be there this year. I'd love to celebrate with you. We can do Christmas Eve. We can do this. And we rearranged it it actually became our holidays have become more peaceful. They've become more enjoyable for the whole family. You know, I still have certain sides of the family that just don't understand. And they, we, we are now kind of more like the black sheep of the family, but we are the generation that I feel like is breaking those, you know, we've talked about this yesterday. We are the, the, the generations trying to break the generational curses. Oh, yeah. We're really trying. We are the ones that are stepping up and saying, I don't have to put up with you because we share DNA. Correct. 100%. And yeah. I think being bold in that and knowing that it might not be perceived okay, but I'm not here to please you. I'm here to raise up my children in the way that they should go. And exactly. if that looks different than the way that you did it, that's okay. You had your turn. You had your chance. And I'm just saying now it's my turn and I may screw up some things and I may have to come back and eat crow about it, but I'm going to try it this way and let's see how it goes. Um, you know, one thing that we had talked about was one of my husband's boundaries actually that he wanted to um, create for our family was that he wanted Christmas morning, just us four, me, him and our two children. And that was a little hard for me because I had, you know, kind of envisioned it both ways, but I knew that that was truly so important to him that we were going to have to create that boundary together, even though it really wasn't that important to me, it was very important to him. And so that meant he was going to have to have that hard conversation with his family. And I was going to have to have that hard conversation with my family, knowing that it's not that we're not going to do Christmas with you. We would love to have that holiday with you. We want to come and spend quality time with you. But unfortunately, we would like to have Christmas morning just as four. And thank you for respecting that as my family. That's how easy as it has to go. Now, four years ago when we had that conversation, it was really intimidating. I was really nervous. My voice was chattering. I'm pretty sure uh, as I was dialing the phone, my hands were shaking. But (laughs) as we've gone on and we've created this 
I guess habit really, it's gotten easier. And it's, it's a new tradition. It's yeah, really what and it it's is. It's creating really, new traditions. Yeah. And it's been really fun for us to just kind of have that little moment together with, you know, our families also don't live like right next door. So we have to definitely make the effort to, um, you know, make that time and make that energy, especially with my family. My family's three and a half hours away. So it oh is creating that, you know, what are we going to do for this holiday? What are we going to do for this holiday? Okay. Can we rotate holidays? So that way yeah. I'm not always constantly driving to you, but you're not always constantly driving to me because I understand that that's not fair either. And so yeah. it's considering what I need for my family, but also understanding that, they're going to have a boundary too. And it's not fair that they always drive to me because they don't have children, but that it's a little bit more effort on me because I do. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I just, um, the setting boundaries, I think it's hard for a lot of people is to actually understand that you can set the boundaries, but you also have to stick to them because if you don't stick to your boundaries, people aren't going to take you serious either. Right. Yeah. You You have to create them and then stick to them. Yeah. And you have to, and you know, the one thing that we've always said is it's kind of like with kids too. Like if you have a boundary and then they push it and you give in, well, then they realize that that wasn't very effective and it's going to get easier and easier to keep pushing. And sometimes the boundary is just very simple. Um, Sometimes the boundary is a little harsher and I have always tried to consider how would I want this approach to me? Because I am a very sensitive person. I am a very emotional person. I do take things very personally. I just always have. And I grew up with a sister who is not like that. She's very cut and dry and bold. And I've loved, I've always loved that about her because we can pick off of each other of like, Hey, I need to have this conversation. Um, what do you think that, you know, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? And it's been just such a good relationship to have coming from both sides of the viewpoint. Um, but knowing that once you set that boundary, it, it has to be kept mm-hmm. or you need to just hold off until you can figure out what that looks like long term. And also things change as kids get older. That boundary can change a little bit. Um exactly. You know, or if you decide to start doing holidays differently, that can change as well, too. And I think that having the room for growth is important, but also not letting like the big non-negotiables, you know, come into your family. So like we talked about, say, the the quote, drunk uncle. Okay, if drunk uncle cannot come to the holiday sober, then we're not there. But that's a non-negotiable. But if, hey, I'll come to your house one year and then you come to mine that has a little bit of wiggle room and I think just kind of having that flow but also the sternness is really important exactly you just totally described me and my sister as well except for the opposite my sister is the the sensitive one she's wears her heart on her sleeve and and takes everything personal and I'm the other one I'm the bold like I said what I said I love you but I said what I said (laughs) right (laughs) Yeah. You described me and, and she'll do the same thing. She'll call me and be like, Hey, this happened. Like, how do I handle this? And so our family functions are that way. Sometimes we have very bold personalities and they're very in your face and our, our thought process on how we handle speaking in front of children are very different. And that's one thing I've had to be very bold and set the boundary with we will not be there if this is the way that our family functions are going to run right yeah and 100 
And something else that I think a lot of people deal with is being somewhere where you don't feel like and feel included or where you don't feel um, like, how do I explain this? Like where you don't even feel like you're, you're wanted there. Right. But you're there just because you're family, you walk in the room and you can hear everybody get quiet and things like that happen. Mm -hmm. You can remove yourself from stuff like that. You don't have to put up with people because they share DNA. I wish more people understood that. Yeah. Cause we, like we just mentioned earlier, we grew up family's family and family is family, but sometimes family is toxic. And I, I have a relationship in a, um, kind of situation in my family to where um they these uh people they just kind of have an open-ended mouth okay let's just put it that way they just say whatever they want to say and I'm a grown adult that's fine you can speak to me like that I don't tolerate it I don't appreciate it but it is me okay but I do not want my kids surrounded around them and so I have always said from the time I decided to no longer see them, you can call me on the phone. We can have a relationship, but I will not be coming to any more functions in person because I do not want you to instill some of the toxicity and the agenda, if that's the word I'm looking for, onto my kids because yes. those are wounds and traumas that I've had to overcome as a 30-year-old adult that happened to me at eight years old. And I just don't, you know, like some of them are body shaming or some of them are just um, culture. Some of them is race. And we just don't agree on some of those topics. And so instead of having the awkward conversation of, hey, we don't talk about that, it's we're no longer coming to these functions because you can't control yourself. And, um... That was really hard the first year because there would be times that, well, we miss y'all. Come see us. And, you know, hey, come see us. Like, you make the effort if you really want to come. But these are my rules. We don't talk these about are body. Our, these are non-negotiable. Exactly. Yes. And so, you know, it's just, and I'm sure we're going to do things too that our kids are like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe. And you know what? We're never going to get it a hundred percent right, but this seems right at the moment. And this seems to be what God's really calling us to do and move forward. And it may not make sense to you or your family, but it makes sense to mine. And that, and at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we're here to protect our family and create our family. Yes. Yes. You know, And, um, you know, now coming from, um, my parents got divorced later in life. Um, I was already married and had one child when they got divorced. And so that kind of takes on a whole new element too, because now you're trying to figure out, you know, respecting them, but also respecting us. And then also respecting my sister and her family. And what does that look like? And so it's just kind of take on this whole new element as well, um, and, you know, what that boundary looks like. So, and not just for, for me, but respecting how my mom feels about that situation and considering my dad in that situation. So it's, it's, it's added a whole new plethora of, you know, boundary setting with that. Exactly. Create the boundaries, set the non-negotiables and stick to them. And it, you know, it, and like you already said, each things can change. Our kids are going to get older, you know, 
people there's going to be less grandma's houses to go to that sounds awful i i love that song i wish grandparents never died but yes. things like that happen and so as you get older things are going to change being able to compromise is really important but having them non-negotiables i think that's what's really said i think my sister has learned that as well she's been the one that certain parts of the family i have the same issue as you the ones that don't know how to you know um tone in certain things and they'll say things in front of her that they won't say in front of me oh yeah definitely and and so it's like even just little things like that having I'm like Taylor you have to set your boundaries they are all they they say things like that around you because you've allowed it yeah I don't I don't allow them to say things like that around me um but yeah so that was great. I think I, I think that you. It's so neat to see the diff to, to hear the different ways. Like me, bold, bold personality. Noah's the complete sentence. We will not be this year. I love you guys. <laughs> My mom and them are actually. They're a little mad at us right now. We always do Thanksgiving with like at our house, and it's been just we we it was something we changed. We stopped going to all the other places and we just cooked at my house. Well, we last we last minute decided to book a cruise, and the cruise happened to fall during the week of Thanksgiving. So my mom's yeah. like, you changed our whole routine this year. And I was like, well, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and you know, like, so Thanksgiving is my mom's favorite holiday. It yeah. has just such great memories for her. And so I think it might've been either last year or the year before that we all sat down and we said, okay, so Thanksgiving at your house is your non-negotiable. That's fine. Okay. So then I think that instead of me having to drive down every year for Thanksgiving and Christmas, because my sister and her live about an hour apart ish, 45 minutes kind of depends on traffic and day of the week. But, um, and so, you know, my sister obviously wants to have Christmas at her house sometimes. And, but one conversation I had to have was, you know, that's a lot on me. And so, if we could alternate those two holidays between either down there or over here, that would help me out tremendously. But if Thanksgiving is non-negotiable to move, then that means that Christmas, I would like Christmas at my house every year. And so we haven't really like dealt with the logistics on, okay, well, I would like it at my house. I would like it at this house. But we have come to a very good agreement that we would like to alternate. And I think that that's fair. Um, and so, you know, sometimes it's not going to work out. Sometimes it does. Um, I'm also really big on, I do like spending time with family. I do enjoy spending time with my, um, in-laws and my sister-in-laws and my nieces and nephews. And then I do enjoy spending time with my mom and my sister and brother-in-law and my dad. You know, it's just, especially when we start adding more people to the scenarios, when you start adding more kids, when you start adding, you know, marriages which everyone in my family is married now but you know that adds a whole new logistic because you have to consider their families and their time and you know so sometimes you can still have the holiday it just may not be on that day and I think that that is okay too right so for us our we're very blessed we all live very close to each other so when when I'm talking about you know non-negotiables are not going I'm talking about like extended family I'm talking about like my aunts and uncles and cousins and everything because we used to all get together a lot but it was also one of those things where you just you just have to zip your mouth and just put up with it because they're family and when we all kind of started going hey this isn't going to work for us it has been very easy for us 
to get my mom and my dad because it's just my mom and my dad, my sister, her husband and two kids, and then my husband and two kids. It is so easy. They always want to come to my house because I have more room. So that's why I think the holidays have become so relaxed because it's like we spend time with Justin's side of the family Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day when my mom and dad and my sister and them finally get up and they get going, they come after lunch and it's so chill. It's so nice and the kids play and there's just no drama and we're able to just enjoy it. There's none of this. Well, see, and we have that stress. Yes. And see, we have one more element to consider too, when considering holidays, Um, my in-laws only live about 45 minutes from us, but our other set of sister-in-law and brother-in-law live in San Antonio. So every year we try to have the same weekend. So that way every year it's like, okay, we know it's the second Saturday of December. We're having a holiday. That's such a great idea to have that set. Like just, you know, every single year, if you make it, this is that weekend. If you can't make it for the bigger sides of the families, you already know this is the day. Right. Yeah. And it's been so nice, especially for me as a like photographer. I know I can't book anything that weekend. And then the other side of the spectrum is my sister and her husband. Um, His family lives 10 hours away. So they usually alternate those big holidays. So then we try to spend it together with the opposite of what they're doing. So it just becomes a whole nother plethora of things. But, you know, I've always just said, we got to show them Jesus. And I want to consider my family and what gives me peace because I, I want to make sure that I don't hurt your feelings, but I'm also not going to hurt my feelings to make sure you're okay. And that took a really long time for me to understand, to know that if I am telling myself no to tell you yes, I'm not my best either. And then what am I showing my kids that I'm not willing to put me, my husband and my kids first, because I want to make sure that you get your way. And not saying that we can't have a happy medium, but I'm teaching my kids to say no. I'm teaching my kids to, no, I don't want to share that. And that is okay because later in life, they are going to have to be able to say no, stand up for themselves, but do it in a very respectful way. And so, again, we're navigating this all together. This is the first time we're doing, you know, small kids and then it becomes teenagers and then it becomes you know, empty nesters and it takes on a whole new thing. And so I also try to consider that I hope one day that my kids want to spend time with me. And so I want to kind of set that of, Hey, we're here. Doors always open, but your family will come first. And I think that starts with me. Yes. You know, and that's something we were talking about before yesterday, you know, it, at some point, something has, like if they're toxic, if you have a family member that's toxic or something you notice is toxic to your family, at some point you have to break that cycle. And unfortunately, that cycle may have to start with you. It ends with us or it starts with us, however you want to look at that. And I think we are the generation that's figuring that out. And it's so cool to see. And it's so, we're going to, we're, we have to raise our children because like you said, one day they're going to come, they're going to go out of our nest and they're going to create their own families. And by them seeing how we stood up and how we did it, I'm hoping that it's something that they're like, mom, 
I want to be able to do this. And we have to respect their boundaries growing exactly. up. Exactly. Yeah. Cause it's going to go both ways. Eventually 100%. they're going to be setting the boundary with us. And I'm hoping that, you know, we can respect each other enough, but also love each other that we mm-hmm. want to spend time with each other and we're not exactly. toxic, which, you know, yeah. is a whole nother podcast in itself. But yeah, you know, I I've done a whole podcast just on breaking generational curses and you have to know that you are who your bloodline has been waiting for. You are, quote, the black sheep because you're the one who sees through the toxicity. You're the one who sees through the generational drama. And you're like, no, it's not going to continue in my household. It will not. And knowing that you have to stand firm on God's word. You have to stand firm on your family. You have to stand firm on biblical truth sometimes goes against the world and that's okay because we're not we are not supposed to blend in we are not supposed to just go with the flow with what the world tells you to do no we are here to base our foundation and our lives on jesus and what his word says non-negotiable period and so if you know situations arise and it goes against god's word and it goes against god's truth and it goes against the foundation and my family's mission statement then unfortunately we won't be there thank you for exactly exactly i'm gonna actually tag um i'm gonna link that episode the the generational curse episode in the show notes so that people that way people can find you and they can actually find that because i think listening to that episode with this is going to be really beneficial for him. But I'm really glad that you came and joined with me today. I We're going to have to do more of these. Yeah, these are because, fun. Because it, these are really fun. And I love something that I am working on myself is I was born and raised a Christian. But we were, we were taught Christianity, but we weren't taught how to be a Christian, if that makes sense. We weren't taught how to really. And so... One thing I've really enjoyed is being able to take what I what I've learned from you, what I've learned from the Bible, and really start using that. It's really been it's really been beneficial, and I've seen the change in my life. I got the best compliment the other day, Sheridan. Um, a friend of mine said, "Brittany, I don't know what's going on in your life, but within the last six months, I have watched your mindset, how you carry yourself, the way you speak, has changed." so well it's just so cool to see your growth and and I was like that's probably one of the best compliments I could ever get and oh gosh, I think yeah. and I think I, I'm gonna tell you I think your podcast has really helped I really love okay, it now so. you're gonna have me cry you can't do that I mean you can't, I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't do that we were just I taught about Jesus that. but we weren't we were taught about Jesus but we weren't taught to have that relationship with Jesus and I think yeah. what you're doing is great and and um but I'm, I'm then glad you're really going to like my podcast this week so it is okay. based on not being religious but having a relationship so I think you're really going to enjoy it um awesome. yeah so it, I won't spill it but it comes out <laughs> Thursday at 6 a.m so get ready cool. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining me. Um, I'm going to tag um, Sheridan in the, the the notes. And well, we're going to do this again. I'll talk to you later. Yes. Thanks, girl. Y'all have a good day. Bye. Y'all with the holidays right around the corner. 
Thanksgiving is next week. I'm really glad that Sheridan was able to make the time and hop on with me and have that conversation. Protecting your peace throughout the holiday season is really, really important. I love you guys. And until next week, y'all stay safe.